Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Let's plan 2022. Let's do it. Okay. So you want to make the podcast better? I kind of want to make the podcast better. I kind of do too. Yeah. This is something that's kind of been brewing with both of us trying to think about how to maybe grow listenership a little bit, keep the format fresh, make sure we're not stagnating. Is listenership like the best goal or thing to focus on, you think? If we think of the, the podcast as sort of like a product, it's like we want to have happy, happy customers, even though they're not, they're not customers are not paying us. So I feel like it's kind of a both type of thing. Like we want to make sure people are really enjoying what we're putting out there, but also bring it to new people. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm having trouble thinking of like a better way of looking at it, I guess. At the end of the day, if we're happy with the changes we made and like and the product we're producing and like downloads don't go up, I still feel like it's worth it. It feels like a nice proxy of like how much value are we providing and like is the show good? But it's to me it's not the end all. Yeah, agreed. It's a lagging indicator of whether we're, you know, producing something that a growing number of people are interested in. I'm most interested in in, you know, doing this every week and enjoying the process of making it. It's not something that we're making money off of. It's a it's a cost center for us. <laughs> and but it's like I think it's a really fun outlet and it's yielded a lot of good things for both of us i think yeah it's something that i have to keep enjoying in order to keep doing it for sure same so i, I don't want us to like take on something that's going to make this be really annoying to work on but if we can outsource those things i'm down for that like i'm down to i'm down to throw some money at this too particularly for outsourcing things that we want to do but don't want to do ourselves i'm not against like paying attention to the download numbers and trying to see what see what happens there and using that as like a just a proxy at least I'm going to pull the metrics real quick. Let's see where we're at. Okay. 1.438 million total downloads. Lovely. <laughs> Great <laughs> vanity metric. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Total duration of episodes, 117 hours. Talk about vanity <laughs> metric. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's look at the last handful of episodes. Okay. It seems like after some number of weeks, we get to about... About 6,000 downloads per episode. Some are higher than others. That's kind of our baseline. All right. Do you want to start with some of these ideas we have in the stock here? Yeah. I think we might as well just start kind of talking through them. And yeah, we basically started a Google Doc, shared Google Doc, and started just kind of brain dumping ideas in there. So I think it's worthwhile to kind of talk through some of them. Okay. Let's start with the rough ideas section. So start getting episodes summarized. This was one of my bullet points. There are services that'll just like take an episode and then like write a summary description of it for you you've been writing really short episode descriptions and i think that's fine i mean do people find podcast episodes through google and then like listen to it and become a listener is that even a thing that's a great question i don't feel like i know the answer to that yeah and i used to like try to put more effort into these like little descriptions but then i figured like I'm, I don't think I ever read them when i'm listening to podcasts like i'm just going to listen to the show the question remains like is that an, a path by which someone may discover the podcast? I don't, I don't know, think I've you know. ever done that. <laughs> yeah. I've read a transcript if someone has it, but I don't think I've ever been like, oh, I just randomly stumbled on Google results. Here's a description of an episode. Let me go dig into it. It feels like too much of like a chance. Like it's, it's too annoying to subscribe to it for the first, I mean, among other things. Like for me to get it from like, this is interesting into like into my overcast. It's just like too many clicks. Yeah. I mean, it usually comes by way of a referral like someone shares an episode yes. of something or it's yes. you know someone i know or have heard of yeah that that works super well i think 
that's where almost all my random podcast exploration comes from is somewhat on Twitter, actually. Maybe actually like getting episodes summarized is like the wrong thing. That's like, oh, we're optimizing for random web traffic or something. But in reality, it's like those personal recommendations that really matter. And we have a couple other items on here. I threw in there like, you know, generate like those little Descript. I think it's Descript is the app that people yes. use. Or there's yes. a number of them. Like little shareable tidbits that entice people or like people want to share. Maybe a valuable nugget from the from the episode. And that kind of thing would, would kind of potentially help drive people to share on social and like get those referrals kind of going mm-hmm. yes i almost i almost thought we should have had uh, justin jackson on here <laughs> yeah maybe once you have a final list um okay yeah so i i like the idea of making this like more of, of us making like becoming more twitter shareable i wrote get pull quotes with audio to post on twitter that's what i think i think you're saying the same thing with oh the script yeah snippets. i didn't even notice that one yep i don't want to do this do this I don't either. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I need someone to listen to the episode, understand what the good parts are, and pull a couple things out and like tweet them. Yeah. And it's potentially worth talking to our editors. I don't know what their, uh, we use Podcast Motor, or I guess it's Castos now, Castos Editing, or I think they Castos Productions, I think. Or? Yeah, Productions. And so perhaps that's a service that they would provide. I was talking to Rob the other day because for starters, for the rest of us, he's been doing a little bit more of this type of thing. Like he'll even capture some video from time to time and like show audio with the video and share those on Twitter. You know, the guy who's producing their episodes is also doing that for them. So Interesting. that's, that's good. To know. I'm looking at the um, Castos podcast thing. So they have marketing bundles per episode pricing. Interesting. Wow. That's a lot. They will write show notes. They will do quote cards. Not sure what those are. Audiogram 30 to 60 seconds. I'm guessing that's, that thing we're talking about featured image i'm guessing we could talk to craig about this directly i'm not interested in the show notes i don't know what quote cards are uh, i don't think we need featured images do you i don't think so no okay yeah i didn't love the show notes that were coming out of the editing process before so i kind of took yeah, those back about i don't know that was a couple years ago i think so i think we're agreed that we want to have do we have yeah we have art we have a we have a handle <laughs> Mm-hmm. product yeah. pod is that what it is mm-hmm. yes okay well, i have 1700 followers on the podcast account we do yeah it's pretty decent i know yeah for a podcast for like a brand account it's, yeah know. lol if our podcast has more followers than you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i wonder like what do people want to see here like why why are people following the podcast at present time we have essentially zero strategy around like there's no there's no process or systems for like surfacing new episodes now granted i think most people have are like subscribed so they already get it automatically in their podcast i don't see a ton of value in just like posting when we have a new episode on twitter but i think there's something to do there like i rarely talk to that audience i forgot we were voted best podcast in the SAS podcast awards (laughs) yes still displaying our trophy crushed Cortland allen into, yeah. into dust beneath our boots <laughs> get wrecked Cortland. we should have Cortland on again that's a good growth hack he's got a big audience have Cortland on all right i'm gonna start taking to do like decisions and to do's at the bottom here i'm gonna take that one on invite Cortland back to mock him perfect he's gonna crush us this year so I think we should try having somebody find interesting quotes in the episode, turn them into those little audiograms, 
and tweet them. Maybe try every episode for now. Like if an episode comes out on a Thursday and like we put, send out a tweet on like a that Thursday and then like a Tuesday or something, like maybe that's enough. Just enough to like kind of ping people like, oh, I should go check out that episode. That sounds kind of cool. Or maybe it gets retweeted if it's interesting enough. I think that's the real goal actually. It's like get something interesting enough in there that like people will share that and then this podcast spreads a bit. That's the endorsement there. Okay, so like the goal is get people retweeting AOP snippets, excerpts. Okay, who who owns this goal? <laughs> Do I own this goal? It's up to you. If you want it, if you want to take I'll it, you can it. take it. I'll take it. Okay. I'll take it. All right. Okay. So that that like requires get excerpts happening, get them tweeted, and then see what happens. Next thing I have on here is test overcast ads. I don't know a ton about these. It's basically just like a, is it a display ad in the Overcast app? Or how does that work yes. exactly? Yes. Okay. The idea is like, oh, other podcast listeners are your best audience, likely. They have different categories you can buy into. Last time I looked at this, it seemed prohibitively expensive, or like quite expensive. Uh, but let's see. Okay. $1,100 price. Slots sold out. Notify me. So the estimated performance of a slot, I guess. They have taps and subscriptions. So they suspect it'll be a dollar ten cost per tap and eighteen dollar cost per subscription, basically. Okay, eighteen dollar per subscriber. That seems so high. <laughs> so I think they're estimating for eleven hundred dollars, you'll get eight hundred and fifty to fifteen hundred taps <laughs> and fifty to seventy subscribers. So you spend a thousand bucks and get fifty subscribers, maybe. It's a hard way to make a living. Yeah, so if we spend like five grand for like 250 subscribers, there's got to be a better way. That feels too 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 crazy. If this were lead gen for a paid podcast and like those people were likely going to then come to the, hit the next stage of the funnel where they give us money, that makes sense. Then again, let me just take the other side for a second. At least with Tuple's lifetime value, one of those subscribers turning into like a, my, our average lifetime value more or less pays for that. So it's like, how likely are random subscribers to that we find through Overcast to then subscribe to AOP to like go try Tuple and become a customer? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to know what our like conversion rate from podcast listener to a Tuple or Savvy Cal subscriber is. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't seem that good. I feel like I'd rather go like, oh, let's go try to be guests on other people's podcasts and entice them over that way. Yeah. I wonder if if there are that many people who are kind of like looking around for the type of content that we put out and are not aware that we exist yet. Like, yeah, I mean, we're the best SaaS podcast of 2021. <laughs> I mean, we did. Everyone's get the trophy. heard of us. Yeah. So I don't know if that's our major problem or if it's like or if we need to be thinking about uh, there's probably a lot of people who have listened to us and decided not to stick with it for one reason or another. Unbelievable. I would love to. I know. How dare they? But it would be great to know more about why that is. If you're not listening to this podcast, please tell us why. <laughs> yeah. There's the call to action. There's like the adding new people and there's the dressing churn. Right. Right. And I suspect we have a pretty big churn problem, but uh, it's really hard to know with podcasts. <laughs> no, no. We have 6,000 incredibly loyal fans. Yeah. Who've been with us from since day one. Since day one. Exactly. I almost want to throw a bunch of money at the Overcast ads anyway. <laughs> Just like in conjunction with the other work. Maybe let's save that one. Let's let's table that for now. I'm not totally against spending $5,000 to try to get some subscribers and just see what happens. Like, does it expose us to a brand new audience that then shares it with other people? Like, 
it kind of gets us out of our current sphere, perhaps. Okay. Pick a few famous guests to increase audience. Kind of an obvious play, like play on someone else's audience. I have an example here, but there are more examples that I'm sure you and I can both think of. Yeah. I'm kind of burned out on like interview podcasts, so I wouldn't want us to like lean too heavy on like doing interviews with the exception of like exceptional, <laughs> you know, guests that lots of people know and would be a draw to, you know, the podcast. I think that's the exception for me. Exactly. It's cool to interview someone really amazing if we do a great job of prep and, and give a great interview. But becoming an interview show does not appeal. Right. I feel like some sort of reasonable cadence of that is just like you know, just sort of set a goal for X per whatever. And yeah. And, and to that end, so one idea, like I was just kind of brainstorming yesterday and it feels like we probably should have like at least just like a simple spreadsheet of some kind where we sort of keep a tabs on like if we're going to be experimenting with different some different format variations, like sort of a little roadmap for what kind of rhythm do we want to invite, you know, a guest on and can I give you that? Sure. Yep, I can do that. Okay. Derek creates a roadmap. And like, what's what's on this roadmap? I mean, at a minimum, it's like, you know, each week planning out the, the rhythm of different formats that we want to tackle. So the roadmap describes different episode formats? Yeah, I think so. And so, so, is it, so is it like a, is it a, is it a schedule then? Like it's like a cadence? It's a schedule. Like, yeah, it's a schedule. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to just say like, like for Q1 basically? Yeah. And so we'll talk about formats in a second. So we'll use that to kind of inform the roadmap. Uh, let's keep getting through the rough ideas. So freshen up branding and web presence. Love it. Want to do it. Hate the website. Yep. It's terrible. I can kind of own this one. That'd um, be awesome. Yeah. Might just like... <laughs> Not me. I mean, you, I, don't, you want me to, to redo yeah. <laughs> to own this? Yeah. If you could just uh, spend the next weekend uh, you know, designing it from scratch, that'd be great. <laughs> so, I mean, I tackled our last rebrand and I think it's fine, but I don't know. I'd be also open to working with the someone who we can just pay to do this as a project as a one-off i just want to be able to send somebody to our website and have it and be proud of it yep yeah so whatever whatever it takes there i'm into if we gotta if we have to hire a designer fine i I know you could certainly do this if you if you don't want to understand yeah i think it's a matter of like do i have the do i feel like i can kind of knock it out pretty quickly and if i can then i might just do it but if i if it's feeling like a something that i'm going to procrastinate on then i might just uh you know See if I can find find a designer to we can pay to do it. Okay, might require rehosting. It might. Yep. Okay, but yeah, that seems very worth doing. Website is kind of embarrassing at the moment. Uh, intro music. Yeah, so I know we've been you know historically always committed to the cold open. The reason why I threw this on here is because I have a friend who occasionally listens to the podcast and the thing he mentions to me over and over again is like, you guys got to have some kind of hook. And what he's described to me is that it sort of sets your mind in the right place. Like it triggers something in, in your mind when you hear the little, the little ditty, whatever it is that starts podcasts and like gets people oriented back into that place, which I, I will admit I have experienced this phenomenon. Like every time I, you know, listen to bootstrap web or one of those like podcasts that has had like that intro music hook, it just, Something about it gets my mind in the right place to, you know. So something to consider. I don't know. We say the same words over and over again when we start. So that sort of functions as that. And when we end. Yeah, and we end. <laughs> like, so we have some some rhythms in, in place there. But I don't know, like a cool little, I, I'm not talking like a, 
you know, minute and a half long, like really long protracted intro, but just something small that sounds really cool could make us sound a little bit more legit. I'm open to it. Yeah. So, but I think you have to, you're going to have to, you'll have to run with this. Okay. Get Do you want to try to like find some, yeah. I'll burn some time on pitch me on, uh, pond five or whatever. And try this to is going to be, this is a, this is a hard project. I think. Yeah. Find a thing that feels good and feels right. And then like send it to someone who's like a little bit skeptical of the concept. I know. And is a musician. <laughs> Am I setting myself up for failure? <laughs> you might be. Mm. But I'm going to try to have an open mind about it. Okay. Okay. That's all I ask. Yep. And I, and I think you have a point. I, I, I get it. Those little intro clips definitely, they do a little something in the brain. Okay. Uh, better guidance on how to get new listeners up to speed. Yeah. We've talked about this. I like this. Yeah. Again, we also we're very casual with our like assuming that everyone who tunes into an episode knows the full context and we just get right into it, which is really nice for existing listeners. But like, I mean, if someone's brand new off the street, it's sort of, uh, okay. what the hell are these guys even talking about? Like how I, I think it feels maybe a little bit inaccessible. Something that like, again, like we don't want to overburden with too much crap at the upfront of each episode, but like maybe we should mention like i think Corey haynes does this on his where like there's a little there's a little pre-roll thing that basically says like if you're new here listen to this episode but if you're if you're first time listener this listen to this episode if not welcome back or something like that that's interesting that's different than what i was thinking of i was imagining that we would have a link in the show notes of every episode mm, yeah which is like first episode click here to get oriented and then like that's like a quick right up of what's going on I think that's a good idea too. I think it's just we may need to meet people on like if they're if they're just like just downloaded an episode and they're listening, you know, maybe they're not interested in reading, but they'll hear that. Um, the thing so. I like about that less is that it kind of forces all of the regular listeners to listen to that. I, yeah, I get that. I get that. It would have to be very short and unobtrusive if we did mention something like that, or at least say our names. Like someone just downloads an episode, they don't even know who we are. It's just two voices. <laughs> you know, it's true. That is a struggle of a new when you pick up a new podcast for sure. Like who's who's what? What are they working yeah. on? Yeah. Okay. So would you prefer to try that then? Like record an episode that that lays out what's going on and then reference it in subsequent episodes? We should do some kind of getting up to speed episode and at a minimum link to it. I, I guess I'm open to like trying linking to it first. I, although I won't know. I don't know how we'll know whether it's performing well or not. That's the problem. But we could throw a bunch of trackers on it yeah and see if it gets if it's getting listened to if anybody well yeah yeah we could do like a bitly kind of thing on the link and just see what, how many clicks it gets i think we should start with that and see start putting like a new here get oriented link in the notes and see if it see if it and works. that would link to a recording or to a text mm. doc or both or something mm. it's nice to hear our voices perhaps where it's like, hey, I'm Ben and I'm Derek. And if they listen to that, they're like, okay, well, the next time I listen, like maybe I can pick up on whose voice is talking right now. Right. Um, yep. You know. Yep. 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 I think we should do a short little, a short little get oriented recording. You want to take this one? Sure. Okay. You can schedule us a time to chat and to lay mm -hmm. out the, the basics and whatnot. Yep. I think that probably doesn't go in the, in the feed. Yeah. It goes somewhere else and then, yeah, something like that. Yep cool uh cross post to youtube <laughs> now we're getting into the wacky idea territory but uh, yeah. i mean just an idea not anything concrete but like that could be a, a just another channel to like distribute 
I don't know if you ever want to capture video. We've been we've actually we didn't even talk about this. I don't think on live, but we've we're not even sharing our webcams with each other now because we kind of yeah. feel like it's uh, more natural this way. So I had that like in a, in notes from a few months back, but it feels less relevant now because we're not even <laughs> sharing our uh, our faces anymore. Yeah, I think of the spirit of keeping the podcast like pleasant to record, going all the way from we don't even use webcams with each other to like now we are world presentable and recording video alongside audio. It sounds like a little bit of a a drag. Agreed. Okay, strike cool. that one. Uh, snippets is we already covered. Got it. Yep. Uh, this is a random one I put on here. <laughs> In person <laughs> listener meetup. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we yeah. have enough listeners for this. <laughs> <laughs> Microconf always functions as this. Like, didn't you ask from a stage once, like, how many people listen to AOP? And there's, like, a lot of oh. people in the room. Yeah, I think I did do that. Are you going to Microconf in April? Yep, I am. It's in Minneapolis. Oh. Well, so an even easier decision. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great if you weren't. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know. Maybe we do a, host a little thing for AOP folks in April. It mm-hmm. could be mm-hmm. kind of fun. Yeah. Sounds good. A little, like, uh, meetup of some kind. Yeah. Do you want to think about that one? Yeah. Listener forum. Also, I think a bit ambitious. I think it's really hard to keep a forum going unless it really has a, a pretty healthy size audience and interested group of people. I feel like this is kind of likely to turn into a ghost town. Yeah. The managing a community is tricky. So have you seen the communities thing on Twitter? No. Yeah, that's a new thing and i got invited to one that now has like two thousand people in it so it sort of is just feels like an alternative twitter feed (laughs) but i think it's like a i don't know new beta feature but it's basically like a a place where people can like post a tweet into this community feed and so it's just for that group and could be something to experiment with i mean we have our existing following on twitter and if those people were like invited to a twitter community it could be a lightweight way to like kind of do like a similar aim as the forum um yeah is this better than just like having people follow the aop twitter account i don't know and i don't even know if twitter knows fully how these communities are supposed to function or like what their actual value is over just over just communicating over regular twitter do you want to just like maybe look at take a to do to look into it and see yeah i'll take a i'll take a look into it and yeah i bet that okay so that is the rough ideas now we have alternative formats Mm -hmm. aop going alt None of these are Ben sings a solo. I noticed. <laughs> ah, adding it to the list. Uh-huh. Okay. Alternative format ideas. So these are things that are going to show up on the roadmapy thing, the schedule thing that you're going to plan out for Q. Potentially, potentially, potentially. And these are all possible options for that. Well, possible options. Perhaps none of them will actually show up. But I just wanted to, you know, get these down as potential ways to keep it fresh. Um, you know, and and change it up from our typical just two heads talking about updates. Um, yes. Okay. Top one, 50% updates, 50% discussion around a specific topic. Yep. So, I like this. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no. I mean, the thinking here was like, I think a lot of people come to our show. I certainly listen to a lot of similar podcasts and I enjoy really enjoy the updates part and i don't like when that's fully missing or if it's or if they're like yeah there's some good stuff going on but anyways let's get to the main topic like i like the i still like the updates piece to still be there 
but I think it could be interesting, if, especially on our lighter weeks. It's hard, It would be hard to plan for that. But like we often have weeks where it's just like, I don't know, it's just kind of normal course of business. But if we had a specific topic to dive into, um, and I guess we do that occasionally already, but it, this would just be more like, I don't know, if we just do a little bit more upfront planning to have some of these topics that we can discuss. Um, Sounds great. Could be helpful. I like yeah. it. I also cool. think one piece of feedback I did get um, from a listener was that as our businesses have grown and gotten more successful, it's gotten sort of less relevant to him. And it might be nice if some of those discussions went back to like certain basics. I don't want to like become a like how to start a SaaS uh, podcast. But if it was like, oh, and this week we're going to talk about churn, like from like as a, as a holistic topic, I think that's the thing that can be more broadly applicable to people at different stages. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Cause same, I don't, you know, I'm not super interested in like, yeah, doing a bunch of like, um, basics level content that is pretty far removed from, from the, our day to day, you know, because that just feels inauthentic or something. But I think there are a lot of things that we even still have to think through and problem solve that scale all the way down. Um, and those things would definitely be good to talk about. Cool. Okay. Guest co-host, not an interview. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we already sometimes do this. Like we just will have like Adam on or something, you know, and it's just like a fresh voice. Good to have in the room. And we're not like deliberately interviewing him necessarily. It's just like, you know, someone slotting into to, to uh, like be it. on the rotation. And would that person kind of do the like provide an update? Maybe even I think maybe so. do the 50-50 with that person? Yeah. yeah half update, so. half talk about a topic. That sounds mm-hmm. cool. We can maybe have some like regular, some regular people. I mean, I feel like Adam would be on this list. I feel like, you know, Penelope potentially <laughs> like there's, yeah, other people, totally. you know, it feels like it's a, it's a bit of a difficult skill to like drop in and be, be like a co-host level contributor on a podcast versus just being interviewed. Uh, but I do think we do know some Adam and Penelope both definitely qualify in my mind. And as we find more, maybe we make it like a semi regular uh, thing. You can follow somebody else's journey a little bit. Right, right. Sounds cool yep. to me. Yeah, and for what it's worth, episode 180 with Penelope did almost 9,000 downloads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so it's big. good It's good to bring on uh, outside voices from time to time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. yep. I think we could also do a better job of explicitly requesting that, pe- that guests share the episode with their audience. Mm-hmm. Um, like, especially if we're like, if we do these pull quotes thing, get these excerpts going then we can be like, hey, if you want to retweet this, that'd be cool, or just point to the episode, or on our beautiful new website that Derek designed from scratch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and making that kind of a part of the, a standard thing, that would be, I think, great. Invite a team member to participate in updates. Yep. So it's brought to mind, someone was like, responded to it, our question on Twitter or whatever, and was like, Derek, you were talking about some of your marketing stuff. It'd be great to hear from Corey more specifically about some of the ways he's architected some of the recent growth things. It's like, yeah, that could be, could be interesting. Or it could be cool to hear from Spencer or Joel or, you know, anyone on your team who would be interested in like kind of sharing a, a deeper update about their specific area because now, you know, our companies are more than just the two of us. So. That sounds great. Yeah. Let's do it. Add to the list. Also, I think it'll be interesting to try a handful of these, these format things and see what resonates. Yes. Like, what do we like doing? What gets good response? Yep. Right, what's what bears repeating? Mm-hmm. 
maybe we first kind of do a, a breadth first thing here and then explore yeah. later. Yep. Okay. Answer listener questions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we don't get that many questions. We don't. We don't. I'm I'm bearish on listener questions, actually. Mm-hmm. If listeners were that interesting, they would already have their own podcast. <laughs> okay. Fair. Fair. Not really, but you know, um, <laughs> this just hasn't really, I feel like we've solicited for the questions like a fair amount and like it just hasn't worked that well. I don't think people, like people just don't want to, don't seem to be that interested in that. Yeah. If we were more of an advice giving show, then it would probably make more sense. I'm a lot of times a bit uninspired by the specific questions. Like yeah, your questions suck, you guys. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did add like a technical deep dive, which I know like, I don't know what this would look like exactly, but I get a lot of questions. Like, I think we still have a lot of developers listening to our show, which is great. You know, um, I'm a developer mm-hmm. founder. Um, totally. And I think there are a lot of kind of, cur- there's a lot of curiosity among technical listeners to hear more on technical things so i know you don't code anymore ben sounds uh, a little boring <laughs> but but i feel like i could geek out with like one of your uh engineer co-founders or something and we could just we could just talk tech for an episode. <laughs> that's true actually that's a good idea like i'll just won't come to that that's <laughs> i mean you're certainly invited but i think you'll no, just be no. like uh heckling us the whole time so yeah no, that sounds great actually you can nerd out with somebody. Okay. Uh, live recording with participation. Twitter spaces? Question mark. It's an off the wall one. But I mean, sometimes people, you know, experience that whole like, oh, I just wished at that moment I could ask a question. So, I mean, it would be a wild experiment. But I don't know. I mean, so, so we would fire up a Twitter space, which is like Clubhouse, I guess, right? It's like a yeah. live audio thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you and I are recording and also broadcasting on that and people can hop on and ask questions which would also get recorded and we would answer them live. Yes. I mean, I would try it once mm-hmm. if you want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll put this on like the, okay, maybe, but it feels like, I mean, there's some preparation that would need to go into like figuring out the technical end of like, how do we record this thing? And, yeah. you know, yeah. so Okay. I think there's there's elements to think about around it. I can I can certainly like own this experiment and figuring out if or when we're going to actually um, try it. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Yeah. Into live. Okay. Sounds good. Founder hot seat. We grill a founder about their business. I love this. Cool. <laughs> because what is more fun than pretending that you know about somebody's business based on a very short discussion with them? Exactly. Armchair foundering. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Armchair foundering is yeah. more fun than anything related to actually foundering. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Unclear if it's actually helpful, but man, is it a good time. <laughs> Boy, is it great. I think it'd make great radio. I don't know. You know? It might. I'm down to try it. I mean, yeah. I, uh, I, I still remember this video of like Paul Graham doing like short interviews with startup founders. And it was fascinating. I loved it. I could have watched five hours of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, we're not total idiots. We know some things. We've done some stuff. It's possible we actually could be helpful to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Win a f- advice session with Ben and Derek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. To enter, buy us an Overcast ad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to help us get 20 new subscribers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah, I would love to do this. It sounds fun. It's indulgent, but maybe it would also be helpful. <laughs> cool. Yeah, please put that on the definitely try this list. 
be interesting to think about like what the criteria is for who would who could we help the most maybe we set up a little type like a uh reform to take applicants like tell us about yourself and we'll see if we see ones that we think like oh like that's a business we would understand well or have good thoughts on or you're at a phase that makes sense for us and we can uh give it a shot by the way the other day i went to create a type form and their dashboard took so long to load and it had taken so long to load a bunch of previous times that i went and signed up for reform i think i can hear peter soom off in the distance shouting for joy <laughs> yeah he was he was pleased yeah um but it was an interesting moment because i was just like i had i had started to notice like this is a trend every time i do it it happens and i was just like getting more and more annoyed by it and then one day i was just like you know what i'm out of here and i went and, and and did that and fast matters yeah i'm not interested in using slow software i will switch if your software is too slow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so all the crusty old incumbents beware you know can't get away with that i mean i also like software. use like we're using discord for chat which is built inside an electron app which boots really slowly mm-hmm. and it's like i'm not about to go make a discord or anything but like it's i noticed that like it always kind of bothers me yeah 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 hmm. anyway okay S- cool so hot seat sounds great uh topic-based deep dives i feel like we covered that Maybe with subject matter experts, yes. Uh, AOP Book Club. Yeah, I, I threw this on there, and I'm admittedly not the huge, hugest fan of like traditional book clubs. But I mean, we do read things from time to time and discuss them, so we could just do this more systematically. You know, I'd be super down to try that. I think it's I'm a, I'm interested in, the, in that idea, and like the fact that I'm gonna have to talk about the book with you on air would mean I would actually you know get through it. True. Yeah. Right. Good forcing function. I like it. I think we should. I think we should. And so, and yeah. And so, if you want, we can basically like pick the book, tell the listeners, we all read it, and then there's the the episode. And then if you have read the book, the episode will be more rich for you. And if not, you probably still get something anyway. Yep. Yep. That's the idea. And maybe we even have the author on. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the easiest pitch in the world. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we did a book club with thousands of people. Do you want to come on and talk about your book? Obviously, <laughs> right. <we do. laughs> right. No author would say no to that. That actually would be that actually would probably be a great uh, wedge to get famous people with big audiences on that are adjacent to us, you know? Yeah, totally. I like that. Yeah, because we would pick something that was relevant to audience like us, which is like a new, like you know, probably technical SaaS founder somewhere, like something like a technical SaaS founder would appreciate. And so their audience would probably also be technical SaaS founders, which would then be good potential new subscribers. I like this a lot. We got we got to try this. So let's pick a book that sounds interesting, that we're going to like, whose author has an audience that we want access to. Yes. Yes. Cool. That sounds cool. We'll brainstorm that offline. Cool. Sounds good. So I'm basically assuming that all these ones that we like, you are kind of capturing and are going to throw on the mm-hmm. yep. schedule? Yep. Okay, cool. Just note. Maybe we bold the ones we love or something. Maybe we just delete the ones we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to delete the Twitter Spaces one for now technical deep dive because that's just like a topic deep dive okay uh and i'm not actually gonna sing a solo uh unless we get twenty thousand downloads on a single episode oh okay noted okay this looks great I like this this is good it's good stuff okay. here yeah good sesh okay so to do's i'm inviting Cortland back to mock him <laughs> <laughs> lovely uh i'm taking on the project of getting people to retweet aop excerpts and all that involves 
you're going to create a schedule with different format experiments for Q1, freshen up the branding website, look into intro music. You're going to take the first episode, get oriented link. I'm going to plan an in-person meetup probably for AOP folks at MicroConf. You're going to look at the Twitter communities and live recording Twitter spaces. Yes. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I think it's a pretty uh, good list. 2022 is going to be a good good year for AOP. I don't think we could do all this and then not grow the listenership a bit. Yeah. 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 Also, I think this was a good episode. I do too. Yeah. I like this kind of doing it live kind of thing. I like almost forgot we were recording during this. Like solving a problem together while the mics are on is it feels kind of good versus like I am podcasting. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's I think it's good radio. That could be like a topic. Like if we we were doing a topic, like we're just trying to solve this like a very specific problem, and we just want to like talk it out on air. Like I think that's we do that sort of naturally from time to time. But like coming with a deliberate thing could be an interesting topic based uh, episode. Yeah, too. agreed. I think the founder hot seat thing would also help. Like yeah, get us in that mindset really quickly. Yep, exactly. Sweet, cool. Well, good, good, good talk. Yeah. Uh, do you want to roll the outro music? Uh, let's and roll bye bye